ask us a question and we'll answer it live on the air. Head over to our Discord, you can get there through infendo.com, and ask us a question in the Question Block channel. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now! Hello everyone and welcome to Infendo Radio. My name is Lucas, and if I didn't make it abundantly clear in that intro, you can ask us a question via the Question Block channel in Discord. Um, I am joined for episode 649, I want to say, maybe, possibly, could be, maybe, let's go with that, uh, by Eugene and Justin and the Ghost of Steve, who haunts our studio and keeps us all awake at night. Um, Justin, you're looking particularly snazzy tonight, for those of you who are watching us on YouTube. Um, where, uh, where can the people find you, and where can we find that amazing shirt that you have on? Ah, well, uh, the shirt I bought off of a seller on Facebook couldn't tell you who. It was one of those fly-by-night, hey, get this shirt for $30 sort of things. So that's where this the came digital, from. The digital equivalent of buying something off the back of a truck. But I like it. Basically, got a good deal. Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got the shirt. I also got, I don't know if it was the same seller, but I got one with the Haunted Mansion um, wallpaper print on it. Um, which is basically the same material. Anywho, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Haven't been all that active for the past couple of weeks, but I'm there. You can reach me there. Follow me there. I'm there. Um, you can also go to thedisneyparkbench.com. There's a new blog that went up earlier this week, so uh, go check that out. And follow my Disney tweets at Utilidork. Very nice, very nice. Eugene, um, where can I go if I wanted to follow your Disney tweets? Um, you can go to the Disney Park Chair. Um, it's not as big as the bench, but we're still there. That's our slogan. It's got a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but no, go to uh, Infendo.com. You can follow me at Infendo Eugene on Twitter if you so choose. But yeah, Infendo.com is where you'll want to go, especially if you want to ask a question in the Question Block channel. I just f- forgot that I uh, forgot to fish for some of those questions this week, so I hope somebody in the next 60 minutes has one for us. I guess we'll find out soon. Shame this isn't a live show where we can ask somebody to ask us a question right now, but what you going to do? We changed yeah. the formula. Oh, and by the way, um, the ghost of Steve, I'm pretty sure he stole my kid's Legos, so I want those back. Mm, that sounds about right. He does like Legos. I've heard that, actually. Uh, well, we have got a show for you tonight, and we are going to get straight to, the, um, straight to the, the meat of it, because there's a lot going on. It's Like I was telling these guys pre-show, it's all kind of like little stuff. But there's a lot of little stuff that happened in the last, like, seven days since we recorded our last show. So I kind of want to go over some of that with you guys and, and see what's up, see what's going on, and see what you guys think about it. So let me pull up my show notes here that I definitely haven't been stalling for, and we can get to it. <laughs> uh, first thing that happened literally the day after we recorded, um, Nintendo acquired an animation studio. So, um, Justin, you actually shared this one with us. I don't know if you have anything... Um, particular to say about it but they acquired i believe it's dynamo pictures and are are they gonna be using this for the mario movie what's the deal with this what's going on so i it's i don't think it's for the mario movie because um illumination still still doing that uh but yeah i guess for future um for future projects they'll be using this studio and i guess it's actually a studio that has done animation for their games before. So 
and I mean, I think we can all agree the uh, like the cinematic animations for you know like Luigi's Mansion and and all those yeah. have been really good lately. So um, if they can apply that uh, quality of animation to you know a storytelling production then you know so be it i'm surprised it doesn't happen more often to be honest but um i don't recall it's been it's been a while since i read the article so i don't remember whether this is for like more video game projects or other media pro projects so i'm probably not the right person to ask about this because i read the article shared it and then it left my brain but uh <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Nintendo's really kind of pushing to to um, diversify mm -hmm. uh, yeah. in recent years. So I mean, if this leads to like I don't know a Netflix series or you know something like that, then then great. Well, and I'll say what little Nintendo animation we've had in the past. Like, um, remember the Pikmin shorts that came out? Uh, yeah. yeah, back in the day. Forgot about that. Yeah, those were those were actually like really fun and charming, and not just because I could watch them straight from my 3DS. I, I genuinely enjoyed those. So, I could uh, I could see the appeal there if you had uh, you know that same level of kind of quality and lack of kind of commercialism in the animation. I mean, that could be really fun. That could be a good time. So maybe we'll get to see more stuff like that moving forward. Yeah, I'd be down. As I'd like them to, uh, like, you know, Illumination is great and everything, yeah. but, like, it'd be but cool if it was a little bit closer to, you know... To yeah. Illumination is to feature film animation what Deke was to, uh, oh. like, Disney animation. They're just yeah. really kind of the the cheap copy-paste studio, so... Yeah, ironically enough, Deke worked on the Mario cartoon, <laughs> so, like, right. you know... I was. I was thinking about them earlier tonight because somebody had tweeted. There's a thing that's going through. All right, real quick. There's a thing that's going around <laughs> Twitter. Apparently, there's a picture of Mario <laughs> on stairs, and it's kind of yeah. like, is what color is the dress thing? Is Mario running upstairs? Is Mario running downstairs? So hmm. that's what made me think of Deke right off the bat. But, I mean, we all saw those cartoons from the 80s. That's kind of what Illumination is to feature film animation. So See, they better hope, because I grew up on those cartoons, and I loved them, man. Like, are you kidding me? I loved those cartoons as a kid. So, I, I mean, too. I would kill for that, I, honestly. I have only seen the first Despicable Me, and I don't think I've ever seen anything else they've made. Yeah. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of the Minions I've, movie, but I've I couldn't indulged. care less. Yeah. I've indulged. <laughs> but I mean, they're not terrible animation. They're functional. I mean, it's so and you know we'll we'll see. I don't think it says anything to the quality of like the writing or anything on on yeah. the movie. That's yet to be seen. So sure. But, the real crime um, if, is that Lou Albano is dead, and we can't get him to voice Mario again because he will yeah. always be the voice of Mario for me. But right. You know. Well, hopefully, this acquisition of an animation studio will lead to new animated productions more animated productions and more animated cutscenes in nintendo yeah. games 
I, yeah. I'd honestly, I'd even take some YouTube shorts like Sonic, Sega. They are killing it with that stuff. They do little shorts like every time a game comes out. They did all the stuff for the the Sonic. Uh, Le- what what is it? Sonic Legacy, Sonic Legends. What was the game that just came out? The collection. Yeah, yeah. that had all those yeah, little animations in it. For that. Yeah, yeah. It's like just just that level of stuff. It doesn't even have to be like major motion picture level. Just give me some some little you know cutscenes in between my story, and it's like oh I love this. You all know? right, so hear me out. The next uh, Hulu series is called Zelda the timeline and it's just a Zelda God. <laughs> no no but it's yeah it's not a it's Zelda story it's, it's a bunch of episode. like yeah it's a bunch of British historians going <laughs> in, in the Ocarina of Time timeline the timeline diverges into three separate <laughs> that's what I want that's what I want and like I would just love to see like an actual so, oh god <laughs> yes his arm just strobed out um, I, w- I would love to see like an actual like The Witcher style um, Zelda live action series, but intercut is is what Lucas yeah. was talking about. It's just see, this random thing, historian telling about where it fits in the time. Here's here's the thing though: I would only accept a Legend of Zelda story if we never if we only saw like shots of Link from far away or behind. Because Link is us for all intents and purposes. And Link has always been us. It's why Link never has a voice actor. It's why Link never has a personality. Putting him in a animation is hell. You get something horrible from that. I am convinced you cannot do Link justice in an animation. Because my Link is different than your Link, is different than Eugene's Link, is different than Steve's Link. Like, I don't well, think it can be done. excuse me, Princess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you get when you do that. So, like, I, I, I am morally opposed to giving Link a personality. I know some people really want that. I know some people really want Link to be like this. I think as much personality as you get is like Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, like, oh, he lives on a farm. Oh, he has a girlfriend. Oh, he has a grandma. Like, that's it. Other than that, it's it's dangerous ground for me. So, But I'm also the guy who, like, immediately turns off the voice acting in Breath of the Wild because I think that Zelda having a voice is also the worst thing. Or, or turns it to Who Japanese. Knows? Yeah, well, because it's the closest thing I can do to off. <laughs> See, yeah. what they so, need is Lego's mumble mode. Yeah. And exactly. so then you can have Link and Zelda going... Mm-hmm. They actually have that in Monster Hunter, too. Okay, anyway, we've got more stuff to get to, so let's move (laughs) on to the other topics of the day. Um, A game that's near and dear to my heart is now available on the N64 um, Switch Online expansion pack, uh, Pokemon Puzzle League, which was a game that I used to rent from Blockbuster. Same. All the freaking time. Because I never got to own it. Which, by the way, has already been available on the Super Famicom as paneled upon. Yeah, but this is different because it's got all the Pokemon music and it has like the Team Rocket mode and it's branded, man. It's branded and that's what makes it so good. So go play that game. That is a yeah. really good puzzle game. Paneled Upon I has like to be... It. My my favorite version of Paneled Upon is the Planet Puzzle League that came out on the DS, but mm-hmm. it is like... I can't ima- I'll be honest, I've only ever played it on the DS. I can't imagine trying to play that game without a touchscreen, so I'll have to give it a try, but um, since I have an N64 controller now, I can I can play it the authentic yeah, way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Did you get yours in the mail already? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, and I, I haven't had much chance to play with it. I did dabble with it just to you know get a feel for it and, and whatnot, but, and I also played... Uh, 
Super Mario 64, the 3D All-Stars version, just to, you know, see how that works with it. So no review on that this week, but I will have something to say about it next week, among other things. Um, well, in a little bit of Lucas-centric news, uh, <laughs> Sonic Frontiers has a tentative release date that was leaked by uh, SteamDB. Which hey, I is, told you that I game believe, looked cool. I'm not going to get it. Actually. But I'm, I'm hype. I'm hype. Um, so I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it for five hours and then forget about it like I have with every other open world game besides Breath of the Wild. That's fair. And Skyrim. At least you're putting it. At least you're putting it in with every other open world game. <laughs> that makes me feel good. Um, so, so SteamDB is, I believe. I apologize if I'm wrong here, but from what I've read of this article, they they are a group that basically catalogs like you know Steam's code and whatnot, and, and chronicles everything that goes on, catches leaks, that kind of thing. Um, and one of the things that um, they saw was on July 19th, there was a store API release date listed for Sonic Frontiers. Um, That release date was set as a placeholder September 1st. It was then published as November 8th, which makes me think we're probably going to get this game in early November, which I think... Okay, so the internet's going nuts over this because apparently the internet cannot stop thinking about Sonic in either the best or the worst ways. Um, But the people that are upset by this news are upset because there's a ton of other big games coming out in November. Which makes sense, but also, like, come on, it's going to be a holiday game. We all knew it was going to be a holiday game. I think November is probably better than December. I'm excited. I want this game to exist. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the thing. And like I said, that's kind of Lucas-centric news, so I'd imagine none of you have anything particularly interesting to say about that, but if you do, speak now or forever hold your peace, and we'll get to the next one. I mean, it looks looks good. (laughs) I will probably end up getting it. Might wait for a sale, but, um, (coughs) you know, it'll... It, it it looks good. It'll, hopefully it doesn't run like crap on the Switch. Yeah, it, we shall It's say. the most uh, interesting 3D Sonic, Sonic I've game. seen yeah. since uh, Adventure. So, like, that's yep. something. Oh, and actually, to that point, um, I did read an interview from one of the guys who's working on the story for that game. And um, he kind of was kind of cryptic about it, didn't want to go too into detail. But I guess he's worked on, like, comic books and stuff, graphic novels in the past. And they brought him on board. Um, He's trying to do a more kind of bridge the gap plot than we've had in some of the recent games. Because one of the complaints I've had recently, and, you know, it's it's part of growing up and still enjoying childish things, is that sometimes (laughs) you outgrow the childish things. But I can go back and play a game like Adventure or Adventure 2, and it's like watching, like, a Dragon Ball Z anime, you know? It's like, yeah, I I know why I liked this as a kid. Mm -hmm. But then you play a game like Sonic Colors, and you're like, ooh, this did not age well. There is some really cringy, childish jokes in here that just make me embarrassed to play this game in public, you know? Um, so apparently he's trying to bridge that gap a little bit. There have been talks of making Eggman less of just a generic villain and more of like a human in a situation. And I'm excited. I hope that they do a good job with this because God knows it's been a hot minute since we've had a good Sonic storyline in a game. I would say the last good one was probably either Sonic Adventure 2 or maybe Shadow the Hedgehog. So, hmm. you know. It's been a while. (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm hungry for games. I insist, by the way, Shadow the Hedgehog is a good game with flaws. It is not a bad game. It is a good game with flaws. There's some stuff to really like in that. I own it. Don't need the guns. Don't need the vehicles. See, Eugene already said he's put 100 hours into it. He's 100% (laughs) at it. It's a good game with flaws. Thank you, Eugene, for proving my point. I'll do what Um, I can. In more news, like I said, a lot of little bits here. 
Uh, there is currently a Pokemon Fossil Museum exhibit in an actual Japanese museum. I don't remember the name of the museum because I don't have that information in front of me, but it's pretty cool. The reason that I know it's pretty cool is because you can go online and search for this and take a virtual tour on your phone or on your computer. So if you want to go walk around a Japanese museum on your phone and look at a bunch of fossils of dinosaurs next to a bunch of fossils of Pokemon dinosaurs, you can do that for a very limited time. I think it it goes away in like October, I want to say. I don't know. It's been a while since I read the article, but go check that out. It was really neat. I had a fun time. I looked at fossils. It was magic. Do you remember when the 3DS used to be able to connect oh, to yeah. like museums and like ballparks and mm -hmm. stuff like that? And that was really fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to do that all the time. I used to pretend I was like exploring, you know, instead of sitting in a dorm room. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I thought that was really That's cool. It's kind of like concept. me. Um, watching youtube vr videos of disney rides when i can't actually get to disney world mm -hmm. oh i love like going on youtube and watching defunct land and watching them do like you know here's the the footage of when they changed the the viking ride to the frozen ride and i used to really like mm. the viking ride as a kid i went on youtube and i watched like the viking ride again and it brought back all the nostalgia and the feels and kind stuff. of forgot didn't realize that was a thing but yeah that's that is it was a really thing. cool I really liked it. And then they, like, frozen it, and I didn't like that as much. So. Well, how could yeah. you? Yeah. yeah I, I, I guess I just have to let it go. Um, but it. anyway, yeah. That's the Pokemon like Fossil both, Museum. But, the last... But y'all have to the, listen to the Disney, pod, the Disney Park Bench podcast for my opinions on that. <laughs> Good plug. Also, visit Lucas Peace on YouTube to get all your Monster Hunter content. One of those um, two things last... listed has actually had content in the past six months. <laughs> so is Monster Hunter, bro. Dude, I think that's the one subscribe. that he's. I think that's the one he's talking oh, about. I thought he was. I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was battling. Me. Okay. No, I was saying um, I haven't produced content, but while you are, so I thought you were shaming me publicly. No, I'm I was shaming like, Dude, me. I've been uploading. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, like I, I always say, I prefer the Disney Park chair myself. But yeah, <laughs> Um, the last bit of news is arguably the most exciting for at least two of us here, and maybe even three of us, because I think Justin's still kind of on the fence about this game. Mario Strikers Battle League is getting its first free update, and it is being labeled as the first free update, which means there will be at least a second free update. Mm -hmm. um, now, what was really exciting for me is that we actually got two characters yeah. and a new stadium. Um, one of the characters is obviously Daisy right? Who I think we were all expecting. Um, the one that I was not expecting was Shy Guy, which is cool because he's probably going to be another one of those characters like Yoshi or Toad, who you can throw like three of them on a team and have him like, you know, back your whole team because they're just little generic minion guys, right? So I'm excited. I'm really excited for more DLC in this game. Yeah, I love I'm, this game so I'm hoping so. that this also includes more um, music. Maybe the stage is going to yeah. have a like a theme or something like that. Is that well, they were playing some really like desert -y, yeah, like, that's... Know, like Arabian style stuff in the in the trailer. So I think probably yeah, well that would be cool. I'm yeah, I'm all the way excited about this. I uh, I had actually put Strikers down for a little bit, and you know maybe they did mm -hmm. this. They they were probably real strategic about this because they're yeah, probably. Let's wait until people mm -hmm. taper off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. They probably have all these metrics that they're looking at, you know, all these play times and everything. So, mm -hmm. um, or maybe they had it, you know, planned pre-launch. But yeah. my bet is on they're seeing that there's a drop in players and it's time to bring some people back, type of thing. You know. I could totally see it. 
Um, so yeah, so so Daisy and Shy Guy, which is really exciting. Uh, new course, like we said, it's a desert-themed course, which works perfect for kind of honestly Daisy and Shy Guy because Daisy's whole thing mm-hmm. is that she's like the desert. She used to be the desert princess. She used to have like darker skin, and she used to be in like the desert stages, and she was really cool. And then they just kind of genericified her in like mm-hmm. the later games. And I miss old Daisy because she was really she was fun, you know, and she didn't just scream "Hi, I'm Daisy" every five seconds. <laughs> but, you know, I still like her. She's still a cool character. So I'm excited for Daisy to come back. Also really excited for Shy Guy. More excited than I thought I would be. And we're getting a new set of um, armor that you can equip. A new, uh, like, costume that you can wear. Night-themed. Um, and Eugene is going to tell us about that as soon as his mic cuts back in. Because I oh, I was just... I oh, was literally just saying the same thing <laughs> that you were saying. Uh, probably was um, interrupting you. The night armor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the night armor. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Have you made any progress in the, uh, in the tournaments? Because you're, like, the resident hero of this game. You've actually completed at least a single hard mode tournament. Have you done that, any more? Or like you said, you kind of put it down. Since the last time we talked, yeah, that's pretty much the last time I picked it up. I m- may have gone online once or twice and gotten, you know, the, the tar beaten out of me, but it um, went right back to Elden Ring or something else type of thing. But yeah, no, it's uh, this is definitely going to bring me back in for sure. I'm so excited. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna need to get back into this game, and I think it's time to finally try some of these like hardcore tournaments that are gonna completely wreck me. I think I need to I need to get better, and I need to yeah. beat those because I, I it will it will always exist until I do it, you know. Sure. So I need to I need to start working on it. Maybe I'll even get some recorded and upload them to uh, you know to the old channel. I'm I'm excited yeah. for Shy Guys um, as well because oh, yeah. it seems like you're gonna have to really rely on the outfit that you put on him because he's mm-hmm. like very base like he's you know? all around yeah uh-huh. yeah so a lot yeah. of ability there to morph him mm-hmm. it's gonna be really that that's gonna be a cool one i don't know if i i, I think what that's gonna make me do is pro- unlock all the rest of the outfits that i haven't quite unlocked yet mm-hmm. you know so yeah 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 and earning that money is tough i don't know if it's easier when you play online but like offline Funds are very limited. <laughs> it, it's not easy if you keep losing like I do. No, the best way That's to earn fair. money is tournaments for me. Um, I, I've been, um, the way that I've been unlocking my money is doing the, whatever the third tournament is. Not like the hardest one from mm. the from the first re- go round yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Because I can pretty much beat that one every time in okay. three matches. And I think you get like a... I don't remember. Fifty coins, something like that. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember, but uh, okay. you know, it, that's the way that I've been doing it. Cool. Yeah, I have to do. I need to get back into that game because I really like it, but um, it definitely suffers from a lack of it's it's quality over quantity, right? And that's sure. a good thing. But there's a reason that I can put a hundred hours into Smash Bros. and like five hours into Mario Strikers. You know, mm-hmm. like. Smash Bros. has all that content that I need, you know? 80 characters is a lot to choose from, mm-hmm. and I would like more characters. So hoping this DLC keeps rolling out, like, every other month and we get a bunch of cool stuff, because so far I'm impressed. It would be cool if they had some, like, Mar- uh, Smash Brothers style challenge mode or whatever where it, like, drops mm. you in a match, and it's like, okay, come back from three goals down or something like that, and then on the next challenge... That would be like, really cool. You know, oh, that, that would keep fun. me coming back for sure. That would be really fun, like, 50 challenges, like, in the old, like, Melee mm-hmm. days and stuff. You know what else? Since you said Smash Bros. style stuff, I was thinking guest characters. 
Oh, I boy. would pay five. I would pay five dollars to play like Samus versus Link. You know, like, <laughs> give me that too. But oh, see, roll was, out the red carpet. <laughs> I was thinking, um, like outside the Disney, like you know, your snakes or your Mickey Mouse. Give me Mickey Mouse and mm-hmm. Mario Strikers, and I'll give you whatever you want. Give me Mickey Mouse wielding a keyblade in Mario Strikers. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen to the Disney Park chair for the more um, out every Thursday. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, um, we are going to pivot into change the system. Um, I am going to be incredibly boring. Good news, guys. You're listening to an incredibly boring show. I'm going to be super <laughs> boring on this podcast because all I have to talk about are old games. So I'm going to go first and get my stuff out of the way. And Monster so you Hunter. Guys can hopefully. Yeah, I do have a lot of Monster Hunter to talk about. But again, it's all it's all older stuff. Okay, so right off the bat, I've been playing RuneScape again, which means I've been grinding in an RPG that came out in like 2001. So that exists. I am four levels away from hitting level 100, which is a goal I set like way back in February and then like dropped like a hot rock for like three straight months. And now I'm back and I'm playing <sighs> it again. I'm really close to my goals. So really excited for that but um i'll probably have that done by like the end of the weekend if not sooner so wish me luck um i finished sam and max uh season two which was really cool really like those games um from what i've seen they come out every winter so i'm really hopeful that the final season will be out in um december of this year which will be really fun because i'd like to keep playing that season two is a blast you get to go like time traveling it's ugh, so much fun you get to go to hell you get to have hell freeze over you get to fight these little demon dudes Uh, i don't want to spoil it if anybody else plays it but it's such a good game you should play it it's a really good point and click game um it is an absurdist comedy so sometimes i will say like the puzzles can be downright annoying Mm -hmm. like oh i had to use the fish on the chicken nugget how obvious you know like that kind of stuff so i would say maybe like once every couple of chapters, I ran into a puzzle that I had to Google, and when I Googled it, I was really frustrated because it was like, how would I ever figure this out? You know, sure. How would I ever figure out that the fish goes into the chicken nugget? But for the most part, I figured stuff out on my own, and um, the feeling of pride that you get when you spend like nugget. two hours. Oh yeah, when you when you spend like two hours running around in an, in a you know little sandboxy you know point and click world, and you finally figure out that this goes with this and creates this, it's like, oh that feels so good. I figured it out on my own, you know. So it's a uh, it's a good game. I highly recommend it if you're looking for a really casual, sleepy. I've been sick with COVID for three weeks, like, game, you know, which is where I'd been. So, um, you know, I recommend it. Uh, last but not least, obviously, is Monster Hunter, which is the big game that I've been playing with Steve. Mm. Um, we have been slow burning this game because, um, again, I've been sick and I just have not been able to stay up. Honestly, even doing the show right now, I'm kind of tired and kind of getting ready to, like, sign off, which is another reason why I'm happy I'm going first on this, because then I can just sit and listen to you guys. But um, it's a fun game. We hit uh, Master Rank 5 last night, actually. And we've been recording all of our bigger hunts and putting them on uh, my YouTube channel. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. uploading, like, two a week at this point. I was doing one a week. I was doing Fall Guys videos that I had on Reserve, and I was doing Monster Hunter on Thursday. Then I realized at the rate I was going, I would have Monster Hunter videos coming out through, like, December. So now I'm doing two Monster Hunter videos a week because there's just so many... There's so many hunts and so many monsters. Um, They introduced a few old monsters. They brought back a couple of new ones. 
the amount of new content is it's there but it's not like overwhelmingly fresh mm -hmm. but the fact that every monster is like difficult now and we're getting into the really hard stuff like we actually lost a couple of hunts for the first time in like years the other night <laughs> it was crazy we fought this one guy who was um <clears throat> japan only called espinos from a really old game and he headbutts us and like one hit ko's us like three times in a row just insane <clears throat> and you'll have to forgive me because i am starting to lose my voice now so i'm going to cut it off there sure and let eugene go <laughs> okay i'm just gonna assume that you whooped that thing's a and um it was a good night um well i'm going to be also relatively boring but also maybe a little bit exciting because i'm gonna start off with pokemon go um there was a community event uh, just this weekend, and uh, it was not going well for us this weekend at all. Like, you, we had to pay for it. It was, you know, Heather hadn't even gotten a single one. There was 15 minutes left. Um, so I actually had just gotten back from uh, a soccer game. I took her phone, and I went, just started driving around. Ended up getting a couple of shinies for her. Saved the day. Starly is here. So uh, that was exciting, at least for me. Um, but yeah, nothing really else to report as far as Pokemon Go is concerned. The other games I've been playing are Elden Ring. Uh, that game is, c continues to surprise me how humongous it is. <clears throat> I mentioned that I beat it, but I'm still finding like new things. Like I, 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 I'm still finding new boss fights even. I'm still finding new, um, like quests because there's certain... If you don't do things in a certain order, then you like might miss out on like half of this person's quest line type of thing or whatever, you know? So like there were certain characters who I had just missed entirely in my first playthrough, um, where in the second playthrough, I'm, you know, I'm using an online guide. I'm trying to like min-max everything because I want to get all of the achievements type of thing. And I'm just finding like that there's <laughs> entire quest lines I miss. So there's this one. That's um, cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is awesome. And that's where you get all the lore, too. So I'm going to spoil, a, slightly spoil, a, I guess, a Elden Ring questline. So if you care, just take your headphones out type of thing. But there's this quest with this gal. Um, and she asks you to go find her stolen necklace. So you go find the necklace. And then she invites you to, like, her house it's this big huge manor mm. come come to find out that this gal um, has been lied to her whole life she was stolen as a baby she's actually not even a girl she's a snake in disguise and um, there's oh. this whole um, quest line about it that you have to have to solve it's yeah. really cool it's really fun it sounds like you know this quest Lucas so uh, yeah I've seen that so I've seen a I've seen a lot of like little videos and stuff there's like a couple of common themes I've seen with Elden Ring I am alive by the way sorry about thank that. you but um but uh yeah I've seen her she's going around the internet like crazy because apparently she's awesome mm -hmm. but um also I've seen that like a common theme in this game is helping people generally results in giving them horrible horrible outcomes to their problems hundred percent yeah so, like that's a thing you might just want to avoid everybody <laughs> in in fact again this is a slight spoilers there's you can even with this gal instead of like 
um, choosing to reveal her horrible upbringing. You can just give her this potion called the potion of forgetfulness and she'll just forget everything about her life and, you know, forget that she ever was a snake type of thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Loving this game a lot. It's, it's, it's proving to be the game that keeps on giving. And on, on that note, I keep giving to the game because, um, I, I see that I, I find this game kind of like I find when I BitTorrent, in, meaning that if I download something, I usually want to upload the same amount of, you know, that I downloaded. So if I download a, a 10 gig movie or whatever, I'm going to leave my computer going and let people upload and leech off of me because I feel like that's the right thing to do. Um, what I do in this game is after I beat a boss, usually nine times out of 10, I'm having somebody help me with it because these bosses are really hard. After I beat a boss and level up my guy and all that fun stuff, I'm usually going and putting my summon sign down and helping other people fight the boss. So I usually like that's try cool. and... I like that. Yeah, I usually try and um, help at least two people fight a boss after I've gotten help from one. I don't know. Just kind of a weird uh, etiquette thing I do in this game. Speaking of, Lucas, if you're ever playing that game that's in your background, Dark Souls, and you need help on a boss, just let me know. I'll boot up that old Switch and put my summon sign down. Can we do that? Oh, that's that's a thing. thing. Yeah. I can put my summon sign down and we can multiplayer together, friend. It's it's, okay. uh, But you have to be... But you have to be human form. You can't be hollowed. Have you figured that part out yet? Yeah, you you take the little like fire spirity thing, and then you go like human. Yeah, that's the, the number on the top of your screen. See how it's zero? When you have one, yeah. that means that you can ho- unhollow yourself. Real quick, are there any other benefits to being a human besides that? Or is that like something that I should learn by experience, experiencing I, I, it? There are other benefits, and I can tell you... Um, yeah. Okay, I guess. The, the 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 main that's the main one, but the others are like okay. I, there's a uh, enemies will drop items more frequently um, is another thing. Oh, okay, cool. I think you might so you, actually have slightly more health if I remember correctly. You know, there's a, other benefits as well. So you generally want to be human if you can be. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you cool. want to be a human at all times if possible because you're gonna get okay. you know more drops and stuff like that. Um, playing it on hard mode. Yeah, uh, the Elden Ring is has a whole different uh, rule set too. Like it's like a whole other mm-hmm. game mechanics type of thing. But it's still fun. I, I want to go back to Dark Souls after I finish up my playthrough with this one. Yeah. Uh, the last game, um, real quick, that I've been putting a little bit of time into is Unpacking, and I finished it. And Jeez. man, I highly recommend. Um, you pick up that game. I talked about it a little bit last week. It's free on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, download it. It's free. But it's also on Switch, so it's relevant um, to this Nintendo podcast. I don't... I think it's listed as 20 bucks. I don't know that I would pay 20 bucks for this game. I'll, I'll be real. But it was uh I think it's awesome. on my wish list and because everybody's been saying that it's good, but yeah, I haven't been willing to commit $20 for it. <laughs> Download it on Game Pass, Justin. I know you have an Xbox. Uh, it's like a under five hour game, you know. So you'll you'll be able to play. It, it, I I was most games that I will play on my Switch. Um, I want them on my Switch because I know I'm gonna sink like a twenty hour experience into this one. This one wasn't so bad because I was able to do like you know, couple two hour um, sessions on the TV, you know. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that one's fun. That was pretty much it. So I'm gonna toss the baton to Justin. 
All right. Um, my change the system as usual is not all that exciting um, because it was mostly the same old stuff. But I did get into this weird kick in the past couple weeks of playing games that I haven't played in a long time. Um, didn't play any of them for much more than an hour. Actually, one of them I did play for a few hours. Um, but I ended up pulling out, let's see, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Calamity. I'm thinking about the, replaying that, actually. I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. So, um, hmm. I was sitting up one night trying to decide what I could play in, you know, half hour that wasn't going to suck me in for two hours like Grand Theft Auto usually does. Shit. And so I ended up playing a level that. Um, I also played some Skyward Sword HD um, because mm -hmm. I was just... I, um, I think a YouTube too. video I watched... I need to buy that one. Hmm? Uh, Eugene said he needs to finish it. I said I need to buy it. I'm surprised you haven't. Um... It's yeah, one of your favorites, isn't yet. it? I love it. I just, you know, I've played it. You <laughs> know, sure. It is really good on on the Switch, yeah. um, and I think a real the, worthwhile upgrade. The right but, stick um, is great as the sword. I love it. I love it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I uh, somebody used the music from it in the, the background of a video I was watching, which is what made me want to play it. So. <laughs> So I played that for an sign. hour or two. Um, nice. The Witcher 3. So The Witcher 3, I had stopped playing because I had gotten stuck in this one spot. My way, The waypoint kept leading me to an area where I had to keep fighting these enemies that were way too strong for me. And I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. And I had an inkling to play The Witcher 3 earlier this week, or maybe it was last week. And so I looked up, how do I cancel a mission? And it turned out all I had to do was just point my waypoint to a different mission. And so I started doing that, and so that got me back into The Witcher 3. So hopefully I can finally get back to enjoying that game. Because I was enjoying it until I got stuck and then I stopped playing it. Um, mm -hmm. The game that I spend the most time on uh, was actually Blaster Master Zero, uh, which I bought... God, years ago, probably within the first year that I had a Switch. Um, Wasn't that like a was launch title or close to a launch I don't think title? It was, that feels... It might have been no? launch window. I don't think it was launch okay. day, but it I definitely came out within like the first year, I think. Because sure. I've, I've had it for almost as long as I've had a Switch. And um, I've never beaten it, but again, I saw a vid uh, video on YouTube about Blaster Master the original, which made me want to play Blaster Master Zero because it is a much more refined version of the game. And so I um, you know, looked up a YouTube video to show me where I was stuck and how to get out of it and started playing, and so I made a little bit more progress in that. So none of these are really anything that I devoted a ton of time to, but they're all games that have just been kind of languishing on my Switch for months, if not years, and just kind of waiting to be replayed again, and I felt the urge to sure. play them, so I did. One of these days, I'll finish Metroid Dread. Um, I've you, fizzled oh, out on that. All right. Actually, no, I'm making a homework assignment now that I think. <laughs> now that, that you're making me remember the finish ending of that. Finish it this week. I need <laughs> well, to talk about that ending with somebody. 
Okay. Bro. So so who am I? <laughs> so here's so here's well, here's a little spoiler yeah. for for the listeners. <laughs> um, I just bought myself a brand new 55 inch OLED, um, 120 hertz television. It does not arrive until next Wednesday, but once I get that OLED TV, I will absolutely want to play metroid on it so that's what you said about the oled switch i don't believe you i need you to finish that game (laughs) so metroid is one of those games that i can't play in the background while i'm doing something else i have to be focused on it and i almost never have a situation where i'm focused on a game that i don't want to play something bigger so I'm I'm going to um, contradict myself because I said all that stuff about Link being a horrible, like TV character. But I will say, unlike most people, I absolutely loved Other M, and I really liked this game. And I would argue that these are two of the most cinematic Metroid games that have ever come out. Like way more than like the first person escapades of like Metroid Prime and sure. whatnot. Like there's there's actual like cutscenes and story and plot and backstory and stuff here. I really liked Dread. It was a really cool game. This is like I'm nice loving it. That, the there is there is yeah. nothing yeah. about Dread that is making me not play it, Dread other it. than <laughs> like focus. So yeah, but I will say, uh, staying completely spoiler proof to Justin here, um, my only complaint is I really would have liked to have experienced more of that end of the game thing in like a whole nother game of its own. Totally. But yeah, they, do that, they do that. They do that every changed. time. They do that every time. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, so cool, though, dude. So cool. Like, oh. So <laughs> before before this devolves into something, I have to take my earphones out for. Um, <laughs> the other game that I've been playing the most of that I hadn't played before um, is the is MLB The Show Twenty Two, which is mm. this week's slash months. Um, Nintendo Switch Online trial, and this is the. Oh, I figured it was because the All Star game is coming up. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the PlayStation developed um, baseball sim game mm-hmm. that just recently was released on all non Sony systems, and so I wanted to give it a try because you know I, um. I love the Super Mega Baseball. It is very arcadey, which I like about it. But sometimes I like to have that sim experience. And from what I've played mm-hmm. of the show, it is a really good baseball sim. It is not so. And it sim plays good on the Switch. That it's... Yes. Huh. That's impressive. Yeah. Because that basketball one I got was garbage. Same. <laughs> there are there are moments where the frame rate like significantly dips. But for the but for the most part, I mean, it looks and sounds well enough for. I mean, it doesn't have to be completely photorealistic for me to enjoy it. It just has to sure. be playable, and I find yeah, it very playable. playable. Like, yeah, like I've I won every game that I played, and I, that's not typical for me playing a sim game. Um, the batting is very intuitive. You don't like too many baseball sims require you to like line the bat up with the ball and this is just a matter Mm -hmm. of timing and there's an extra bonus where you can guess the type of pitch that's going to get thrown at you and if you connect with it you get more power behind it so you can you know kind of gamble 
<sighs> in that way. You're making me um, miss. You're making me miss Mario Baseball, man. Sluggers. <laughs> <laughs> the so fielding gosh. is probably my favorite part. Fielding is my least favorite part of any baseball video game because you never know where the ball is going to be, so you just run around mm-hmm. like an idiot. The way the the show does it is there's a giant baseball on the field that just kind of gets smaller and smaller as as the ball. Huh. So as long as you're within that circle, you'll catch the ball rather That's than the way that they usually do it where it starts out really tiny and gets bigger and bigger mm-hmm. like a shadow would. This gives you kind of telegraphs to you, okay, the ball is going to be in this general area. Okay, now the yeah. area is is getting more precise and you can fine tune it. That's cool. So um the game is on sale right now during the the trial period for like one more day. Um it's fifty percent off, so it's thirty dollars. Oh. Really considering getting it. It's not bad. I'm just you know, like I don't know how much I'm gonna play it because I already have Super Mega Baseball Does... and it's Go ahead. Didn't mean to cut you off mid-sentence, but um, does it have a, like, build-your-own-team aspect yes. to it? Like, can you can you be, like, the the, the new New York Blurns Ballers or whatever? Or do you I don't know how be, like, robust... You know, the... I don't know how robust it is, but I did uh, accidentally stumble into the create-a-team, and I believe you okay. can also create the players. So, I mean, you can definitely do some customization of it, and then you can probably, okay. like, trade in, like, actual players. I was... I was very disappointed that I couldn't play as, you know, play as Ken Griffey Jr. Because, you know, that's those are my baseball games, the ones from so they don't have like, yeah. the 90s. They don't have, like, all the classics and stuff. You can't, uh, you can, slap Daryl Strawberry in there and have him juice up. I haven't found... <laughs> I know some sports games do have, like, the classics. I haven't found that a, a classics team yet. Maybe they're hidden okay. in there. Um, maybe you have to buy the full game to find them. Um, but sure. you can, you know, like most of them, you can play like old versions of team uniforms. So you can play as the Mariners in their nineties uniforms and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Um, cool. so yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like if you like baseball Sims and would rather have it on a portable system than on a console, then I think this is probably a good one. Get, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to actually get it now because it goes off sale probably by the time the podcast goes out. So if you're not, sure. what, you know, but it, it's uh, yeah, it's it's good, and I think I might end up getting it while it's on sale just because there's no way I can justify spending sixty bucks on it. But for thirty bucks, I might get my my money's worth out of it. Um, yeah. Cool. So besides. All those old games that I've played a little bit of, and that one new game that I just spent five minutes talking about. Um, it's been <laughs> the same old Grand Theft Auto Five and a smattering of casual, you know, puzzle games. Grand Theft nice. Auto and Legos for Justin. Same old, same oh, old. You know oh, oh yes, Legos. Legos. <laughs> Hang on. Whoops. For those of you listening to the show, <laughs> please hold. <laughs> Justin just left the set. I have to show this off. I, I've, I've shown it off a couple times before, but I haven't actually talked about it. This is not actual Lego. This is a mock bricks, which is like a Chinese knockoff. Ah, uh, yes. But mm. it, I'm very proud of this one. It is the Super Star Destroyer 
from Star Wars, and it comes with a little nice. tiny like Imperial Star Destroyer for scale. Mm-hmm. And I, I put this together the other night, and I'm very proud of this. I can't wait to put this on my shelf. So I've been doing He's, a lot of Legos uh, lately. Why uh, mock bricks and not Legos? Because the Legos version is like ten times as expensive, probably, or that does that one not even and exist ten times a bigger set. Ah, yeah, Lego okay. Lego's only Super Star Destroyer set is like three or four feet long, about ten something yes. thousand pieces, and about mm. four to five hundred dollars, and out of print. So it would mm. be like eight, eight or nine hundred dollars if you found it in box. So mm-hmm. um, that's not good for a healthy marriage. No. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so so mock bricks is the way to go. This is nice and good in shelf size it is very highly detailed um and it was a it was a fun build so i've been when i'm not playing video games i'm putting together lego or fake lego sets because that's my therapy (laughs) oh yeah i haven't i haven't posted um, pictures of of the other ones that i've built i really should because i've built a lot of stuff in the past couple weeks (laughs) I will just say, Justin, I forget exactly what it is, and we are terrible at giving the news. We're like the worst news podcast that's ever existed. But um, there is, I believe, a Lego fighting game that's coming out where you yes. can actually like make your own. Like, yeah, you can be like, uh, like you can be a wizard and stuff, and all that kind of like you can make mix and match. It looked a little like Lego Racers, which I think is like the right way to make a Lego game. You know, good so- core gameplay combined with the ability to actually put bricks mm-hmm. together and like mm-hmm. make things. You know. So. so that game that is coming out on Switch is already out on, um, I don't know if it's, if it's what it's out on, but I have it on my Apple TV. So I can play it on okay. my Apple TV with uh, whatever their, their game pass thing is there for like mm-hmm. five bucks yeah. a month. Um, you should so test it and see if it's good enough to get on the Switch. I, I have downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, but um, if it is good, I'll I'll recommend it because um, I do oh. loves me some Lego games, and like you said, the ability mm-hmm. to actually create with Legos is That's not something fun. that you yeah. get in the games very often. Usually it's... Yeah, mm-hmm. I know! I always um, wanted to have a um, Lego style game where it's basically Mario 64 but you get to build your levels that you jump into the paintings for you know what i mean like that's cool so like a almost a Mario 64 builder of sorts that's yeah, and it cool. doesn't ha- you don't have to build the whole level i i always figured yeah. like you could have like a template but it's like okay yeah. wherever you decide to put the tree or whatever is important because of this or you whatever. have to climb it mm-hmm. to get the yeah or, oh, here, you need to build a bridge. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Make it a good bridge. You know, and then that's really the puzzle, fun. right? Really that's like the that. puzzle. You you yeah. have to decide where you build the things to, like, solve your puzzle in the level, right? That Lego the Worlds exists, but I've heard that it's kind of a garbage game. Like Yeah, Lego Worlds is nothing it. like that. Um, Lego. Yeah, I downloaded I, Lego Undercover have... on your recommendation, Justin, and that mm. one's pretty good. That is good. That is one of my favorite open world games, honestly. Like there's so much diversity in the in the gameplay and I I think the cutscenes are are hilarious. <laughs> it's that very Lego like tongue in cheek humor, very British humor. 
I think I actually own that game, and I've just never booted it up. Like, I think it's one of those ones that exists in the eShop waiting to be re-downloaded type of thing. It was, yeah, I, that's mine, um, except for I, when yeah. I, I think I have it just laying idle on my SD card, actually. Because yeah. I, I think you tweeted or posted in discord or something it was, it like, was like five yeah, bucks like or something like that bucks. it was like stupid yeah. cheap and i was like okay uh-huh. <laughs> i guess i'll buy it now yep. yeah i mean even i mean i i bought it on hi i'm still here um i bought it on hi. the on the wii u it was one of the first games i got on the wii u and i absolutely loved it and i paid full mm-hmm. price for it there and I loved it so much that I bought it again on the Switch for like Switch. twenty bucks. So if you can get mm-hmm. it for eight bucks, nice. I bought it I guarantee you'll get eight dollars, five dollars, whatever worth of entertainment out of it. Even if all you do is just play nice. the story, the story is entertaining, but <laughs> the open world aspects of it are really fun. <clears throat> totally, that's cool. Someday I'll give that a try. That actually kind of meshes into our question block question, Eugene. I don't know if we got any from. Um, living people, but we did get one from our, just our ghost, the dead. so I'm willing to read that. Alright, just the dead. Um, so yeah, we have a question from the ghost of Steve, who asks, um, let me pull open the show notes here so I can actually see it nice and clear. What is your favorite rainy day game on Switch, and why is it Animal Crossing? Um, so, Steve, I hate you, because my favorite rainy day game is Animal Crossing, and you ruined my ability to say that properly. <laughs> um, it's just a really fun rainy day game. One of the things that's really fun about it is it can be raining in Animal Crossing while it's raining in real life, and that feels good. That just feels right. You know, It's a casual game. It's a fun game. It's the kind of game you want to play on a rainy day. So like when I was sick, one of the things I did was restart um, Animal Crossing, and yeah, it just it felt right. You know, you can just kind of wander around that game for hours doing like mindless tasks, and it's it's good for when you're stuck indoors. So, sure, I do choose Animal Crossing, and I don't have regrets about that. But I do resent Steve for making me uh, making me feel like a fool. So, Ma- what about you guys? Favorite rainy day game, and why is it Animal Crossing? Mine's similar, so- but it's uh, um, Stardew actually for me, and for similar mm. reasons because you know. Yeah, I get that. Go ahead, Justin. So I don't I mean to cut you off. Well, because I don't really know what we mean by a rainy day game, but I guess I'll go with the you're interpretation. You're stuck in the house. You're stuck in the house. There's nothing to do. It's raining outside. You can't go outside, so you boot up the Switch and you play. Mine would probably be one <laughs> of the Grand Theft Autos, honestly, because or mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. Um, any world yeah, that I can, I can just open up and explore and get lost in like breath of the wild was a great rainy day game for me because you know like i could i can boot up breath of the wild have absolutely no intentions of doing anything in it get completely lost and spend an hour doing god only knows what and and (laughs) being entertained Mm -hmm. by it um same with grand theft auto but i will say that um animal crossing is a great um game to play it's one of the the few games that i will play while i'm also watching tv because mm-hmm. most of it is mindless like there is dialogue but it's not all that important and you know like i used to when i was the three or four times i've gotten totally obsessed with animal crossing i would just sit there and you know just run around shake a tree Shake a tree, shake a tree, yeah. shake a tree. Crap, bees! Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you just have to pay enough attention to not, you know, screw things up. But 
Mm-hmm. You can also play completely mindlessly, or you can get completely sucked into it and like yeah. have a project and accomplish it. Like it's well, so flexible. And because of respect. because of what a slow game it is, it's perfect for when you need to like burn an afternoon. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, I want to make a waterfall in my island. Okay, <laughs> well each block is going to take me like five minutes to terraform, so that's the perfect <laughs> project. Oh, I want to play Happy Home Designer and design a bunch of houses. Oh, great. We have an unlimited supply of over, like, 700 villagers to choose from. There's always something to do in that game, and it's always going to be really, really slow and the, it's, yeah. it's funny because the that, that level of tedium that would just be yeah. excruciating in any other game is part of what makes Animal Crossing enjoyable. Yes. Like, take a task yes. that would only take... It's kind of like um, Red Dead Redemption 2 where there's an animation for everything. Mm, for like, you don't just walk... And, uh, yeah. yeah, like, you don't just walk, walk up and and press a button to search a drawer. You have to walk up to the drawer and pull out the drawer and actually fish through... Like, like everything... These things that should just absolutely drive you nuts actually get you sucked into the game more than they really should. I'm gonna gate. I'm gonna gatekeep now, and this is (laughs) genuine gatekeeping. But I honestly believe that there's an entire subsection of the population that's just playing this game wrong. Because I remember when it first came out, before anybody knew what the game was, there were people who were like, okay, it's day one, I've built my museum, I've set up my camp, I've paid my home loan. And it's like they were doing everything by like a structure of like, on day seven, City Hall unlocks. And I was like, it's like day 13 and I haven't gotten City Hall yet. Hey man, why are you calling out Steve? He ain't even here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, and that was how I played uh, Breath of the Thank Wild. You. If 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 y'all remember, like I didn't even get off the Great yeah, Plateau yeah. for like a month because I'm just uh-huh, right. And I hated you for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, it's just like, like, I don't know. I feel like Animal Crossing is supposed to, again, supposed to be. Quit having fun, you know, that kind of <laughs> mentality. Like, play the game. Play the game. You want to play the game. But to me, Animal Crossing just feels like the kind of game that's best enjoyed slowly as, like, almost a life sim. You know, you just, you do, you do your stuff, you live your life in the game, and the game lasts you a few years. And that's the point of Animal Crossing, you know? It's not supposed to be, like, task-based or oriented that's, to, like, you know... Th- that's why Animal stuff. Crossing is never... It, it, it's a game for me in a sense that I'll play yeah. it for a month, but by the yeah. time I finish it, quote-unquote, like, yeah. you know, I do... I, yeah. I'm kind You're of... done forever. Kind of done, yeah. It, I do that, I'm gonna too. I'm going to end up playing Animal Crossing tonight, so. and I solely blame Lucas for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But every year or so, in every Animal Crossing game I've ever owned, I reboot Animal Crossing. Like, I just restarted my island, and it's been about a year since the last time I restarted my island. And a year before that, the game came out. Like, Mm -hmm. every year on the dot, I restart Animal Crossing because I get that hunger for it. Play it for a few months, get tired of it, and give it up, you know? The difference is this one is weird because it's very task-oriented. Like, they added the cell phone missions and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the first 30 days or so of the game really do feel like a game game that you're trying to complete, you Mm -hmm. know? Okay, Get get KK Slider to perform at your town and unlock terraforming, and it's very different from other Animal Crossings where you're just kind of like in like this Zen Garden type experience where anything can happen. Mm-hmm. This one really does feel like it has a, a beginning, middle, and end, and then like a post game almost, which is a weird experience for an Animal Crossing game. But it does make replaying the game from the start kind of fun and enjoyable. Cause, I feel you know, like they have it. Cool. Now I, I get the whatever you know. I I feel like they haven't nailed that since. 
honestly the GameCube and the DS games, you know, like yeah. those are yeah. kind of the I, I think the GameCube maybe did it a little bit better because it had like better stuff to earn as in mm-hmm. the, the video game stuff, right? That you can yeah. unlock. But the DS game perfected it in that there was just much more post gamey yeah. type stuff to do, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I um I, I a couple of things. One I wish they would remake the original game like in this engine so I could experience it in all its glory. Or even just port that would be it, cool. honestly. Um Two, I would love to see I, that done for a lot of things, honestly. Like, yeah, let's mm-hmm, release honestly. Super Mario 64, but in the Odyssey, in Odyssey. engine, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah there know. needs to that be more be of really that. Cool. Um, but number two, this is another one of those series. And I notice, you know, this is obviously going to happen more and more the older I get, and the more series evolve past me and new developers take over where old ones left off and stuff. But Animal Crossing is one of those series that I feel... Um, you know, it wasn't a childhood series for me, but I don't like the direction that it's going in as much now. It feels like it's more focused on, like, interior decorating and, like, island customization and less focused on, like, that day-to-day, like, let's boot up and see which villager's going to call me an asshole, you know? <laughs> sure. That, that seems true. like kind they of a you thing. They really rude. They used to be really rude in the original game. Like they, they would come out, and they'd be like, "Oh, see, hey, you I wanna, didn't you start playing until lamp? New Leaf, so I never encountered any of that." Yeah. Like I never understood in, in why everybody game. hated um, what's his name, Tom Nook, because Rossetti. You know, was, oh, yeah, Tom Nook too. He's just yeah. a businessman. You know, like he's not doing anything wrong. <laughs> in, I'm just paying rent. In the rent, original man. game, like they'd come up to you and they'd be like, "Hey, you want to buy my lamp?" And if you said no, and they'd charge you like five million bells for it, yeah. they'd be like, "You'd be like, no." They'd be like, "Okay, well, screw you. I hope you fall in your sleep and break your neck." You know, it's like legitimately <laughs> really harsh. So and I then they know, have I like want, the like I all the swirly lines above their heads as they walk away. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> They'd get into, like, moods, and they'd get into arguments with each other and with you, and you'd have to apologize to them by, like, leaving money at the river, and, you know, it's like, I miss stuff like that. I miss, I, I don't know, it's it's just a different, and again, I didn't grow up with this. This is not nostalgia. This is just taste. Like, Lucas I wants the T-rated Animal Crossing. style Animal Crossing. Yeah! I, I like, well, the, that, the, it was, it was cool. <laughs> Animal Crossing the Animal Crossing real like, world. The, the, the yeah. why I got into that honestly is on the GameCube days is because I saw all my peers playing The Sims on the PC, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was kind of like The Sims, but for Nintendo. And I feel like maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like the dialogue um, was much more robust. It was. Okay, it was. It, like, it was even more robust in New Leaf, and old players used to say that New Leaf was watered down. But every generation, it seems to get more watered down. Today, there's, like, no conflict. The dialogue is, like, the same, like, five lines over and over again. It feels much more shallow than it used to, and I 100% stand by that. Like, the the gameplay is great. The fact that it, like, sorts all your items and stuff when you pick stuff up. The ability to, like, create your own little town and customize it however you want. There's really good features to this game, but I want that dialogue, dude. I want that... Mm-hmm. that old Animal Crossing, like, spirit, you know? I miss that. Anyway, um, (laughs) it's late, and we've been talking about Animal Crossing for a really long time, so thank you, Steve, for that. Um, If you would like to leave us a question, you can do so in the question block. I don't Mm -hmm. think we've said that yet tonight, so, you know, really want to make that point clear. Uh, We will be back again next week with another show for you guys. We'll have more to talk about, and, you know, just keep living our Nintendo-y lives. But until then, have a good day, week, month, life, and we'll see you again soon.
Adios. That's my line. 